Welcome to the Bearded Tits podcast, the nature-based show hosted by me, Jack Perks. Each week I'm joined by a guest from the world of wildlife television, art and science. We take a light-hearted look into what makes these people tick and connect with the natural world so strongly, with new episodes out every Tuesday. In today's podcast, I'm going down the rabbit hole of podcasting and talking to fellow wildlife podcaster Ryan Dalton, who runs the successful podcast Into the Wild. I'm going to say podcast a lot during this. We talk about what prompts people to start podcasts, how we pick guests, what our pet hates in podcasting are, and tips for making one. Now, one thing I'll very quickly mention, because we talked about it off air, but we didn't mention it on air, is the subject of swearing. And I've had a few people mention to me about, Jack, why do you swear in your podcasts? Uh, Maybe if you didn't swear, you'd attract a larger audience. And my main response is that this is an adult podcast. I'm not doing this for kids, and I don't expect kids to listen to this. We're all adults, and swearing is a fantastic part of the English language to emphasise points, to show passion and emotion. So if I want to say fuck, tit, whatever, I'm going to say that in the podcast in the right context. Now, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that I don't swear in all my podcasts. In fact, I'll go three or four podcasts without uttering a word. I alter it according to the guest. If I think the guest is going to be happy with me to do that, I'll do it. And if I'm comfortable with the guest, I will. If not, I don't. So it fluctuates from podcast to podcast. But I think it's a perfectly normal part of the English language. And I think if it's used right, it can be engaging and fun. And I did have someone message me saying, like, could you swear less? Uh, and I said no, which is basically <laughs> basically the shorts and curlies of it. But it was a very polite conversation that we had. Anyway, on to today's podcast. Now, Ryan is a stand-up comedian, self-confessed eco-freak, and of course he runs his own podcast, Into the Wild. So I couldn't wait to delve into the world of podcasting with him and open it wide open. Just open, you know what I mean. Here it is. Well, Ryan, thanks for joining me. No worries. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel like I've got podcast royalty on here. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I try and host your show. Yeah, just look. You just you ask me questions for an hour. That'd be fine. Um, <laughs> it might happen, Jack. I might start interviewing you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we can take we can take turns, can't we? Well, I wanted to do this for a while because I thought rather than me just talking on my own about podcasts, I thought, well, it would make sense to get someone else who does it. So that's mm. what's kind of led me to it. And um, I, you have to forgive me. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I was trying to find your background online because you don't have a website, do you? Do you know what? I mean, let's say no. Okay. <laughs> it's, no, I do. It's just not finished and I've not, because I've been busy this year. So okay. it's, it's there. Right. I'm just not going to tell you what it is. All right. Okay. All right. Then that made me feel like a bit of a prick. And I was like, oh, maybe I didn't go. It wasn't in the top three searches. So then that was just like, never mind. Already <laughs> um, at the top, you're slagging off my Google review. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. This is basically just me venting lots of passive aggression on you because you run another wildlife <laughs> podcast. No, uh, what I did find was that um, you did Edinburgh Fringe and whatnot. So what I wanted to ask you was mm. what background basically i was just curious what your kind of uh, background is it's it's a weird one really because I've, I've always worked in in and with wildlife and nature that's it's always been it's what i studied it's what i my first proper job out of like you know 16 year old work kind of i, I went straight into uh working in a zoo i was zookeeping uh, straight on. away i managed to you know the zoo at chessington world of adventures <laughs> 
I think I can say that now. I don't think I'm at risk. I think it's been long enough. So, yeah, I I worked there, you know, just general kind of helping out, hosting and stuff. And then it kind of led on to, you know, working with the larger primates, working with the carnivores. And then I went into the education side. It was a lot of presenting work. It was, you were writing, I was managing a large team there, writing the talks across the zoo managing everything on the outside of the enclosures really so a lot of conservation work like relaying that so that was my background and then I left that because I started comedy stand-up comedy halfway through that process it was a comedy I've always loved watching it wanted to give it a go and then as I progressed on I was like actually I want to do this full-time so I went full-time comedy I left the zoo after seven years when comedy, I thought, I've got to have something else on the side. I've got to do something else because, you know, comedy is a challenging industry. And I started my own dog daycare company. And right. that's what okay. I've done for that. I know, I know. I mean, it makes, Jack, it makes no sense. It turns out it's a job you can do, especially in North London. And it's a company that's just grown and grown. And we've got a small team now. And so that's kind of, I guess, where I've come from. But I've always stayed immersed in nature and always wanted to work in it and kept up to date with it, really. Are you from North London originally? No, so my family are all South London. I okay. grew up in, sounds very posh in Berkshire, but it's not very posh because it's a place called Bracknell. <laughs> the rings, are, I couldn't tell you anything about it, but I've heard, I think I know it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a kind review, so just leave it there. I'll leave it on Google. <laughs> and I, leave it, I'll leave it there. And I noticed on your podcast, you have a, a plant bit as well, don't you? So are you quite keen mm. on botany? I mean, keen is a strong word. I I really, I, I love gardening. I love being out in my garden. Okay. I like making it for nature, I guess, like a lot of people do. So I, it, it was, what I noticed on Into the Wild is that we were always talking about animals and the environment would always come up. We'd always end up talking about the environment, talking about deforestation. I was like, well, minute, why do we never talk about trees? Why do we never talk about plants and mosses? And it was an element that I knew nothing about. And then a friend of mine who's another comedian, Janet Garner, loves, she, I would say she's an amateur botanist. She's really into plants. She, doesn't, you know, she wouldn't say she knows a lot, but she want, wanted to be in it. So we decided to do a show, a side series, like a once a month, talking to botanists around the world about different things. So yeah, that's, that's kind of a new side series we've started. Well, they're so unloved, aren't they? Like plants for a lot of people are just a bit like... But but they're but they're so I forgot it's a podcast and people probably didn't see me then but I just sort of pulled the face aside. Yeah, you might have heard my breath. But but there are some really interesting plants. I'm sure all plants have got an interesting side to them. So I think that's great that you're pushing that because it's it'd be so easy to just do fur and feathers all the time on podcasts. Oh, no more feathers, Jack. No more feathers. I do agree, and I think because they're at the beginning of everything. Do you know what I mean? They're at the start of a food chain. They're at the start of the essence of what the environment and what we rely on. So I think it would be horrifically unfair to leave them out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I'm a bit like yourself. I'm an amateur gardener. I mean, I can dig a hole and put a plant in it. Is is you know is, is <laughs> the the extent of of uh, of what I tend to do. But I enjoy it, you know, and it's lovely to see them. I mean, I've just my my front uh, lawn is now a wildflower meadow, so I've dug all that up and oh, amazing! Put loads of bulbs in and wildflowers and things like that so it's, it just looks a mess at the moment but I'm hoping in the spring it'll be quite nice and, and colourful so we'll see mm, how that goes so I mean the, the kind of point of this podcast really is obviously to talk about wildlife podcasts so what I should start with mm. is what what prompted you to start one then why why start a wildlife podcast 
there's two answers to this. There's a, there's a lazy one and then there's, <laughs> okay. and then there's like a more in-depth one. The lazy one is, as I said, I was a comedian. Uh, there is, I don't think there's any such thing as a comedian without a podcast. So right. it is, it, it's like, it was one of those things where I was like, I want to have one. And at the time before this year, I was kind of talking about animals on the podcast with comedians and we would pick three animals. We'd talk about them and it was great, but it put so much pressure on me as the host to know everything. And, you know, whilst I'm a mercenary, I'm not an expert. I don't know that. So it was a lot of hard work. So I kind of stopped that. And then this year happened the way it did. And with people kind of at home and more free time in March, April, May, what that did was gave me a chance to restructure it. And I wanted to go forward with it. The other reason why is because I always felt like, and I still do feel like this, is that nature in media is either for, for children or it's for academics and there's very little in the middle for everyone else to get involved with. You can have people that are kind of into nature that want to know a bit more, that want to be kept up to date, but they don't want to subscribe to a really expensive magazine to do that. And there's all these issues. So I thought, well, why not create a show where someone can learn about bird crime in the UK, but can also learn about sharks the next week that can also learn about bird ringing that can learn about orchids in the UK and all these different topics that we've covered but from a very layman point of view. So trying to asking those questions like, what is a coral? You know, whereas if you put that in, a, in an academic show, it's going to be like, well, we know that. Why talk about it? You put it for kids. You go, it's like a plot. It's too patronising. So it's getting that middle ground. And yeah, so it was, it was kind of a mixture of both those reasons, I guess, really in, in an equal measure. And then it was the way this year happened. I was like, there's so many people that are available and so many amazing people to talk to. And it's just really, really grown from there. It seems... I mean, I, I, so I started in March, but prior to that, I don't remember there being huge amounts of UK podcast topics. I mean, mm. there's, you can probably hear my dog chirping up now. <laughs> there's, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones, there's the UK Wildlife Podcast with Neil and Vicky, who I know. And I think they didn't start yeah. much, much, much more before, before me. And then there's Casual Birder, who I think might have been a little bit, they might have been going a little bit longer, but there's not a huge amount. I mean, I think there's more now. And I'd like to think that's kind of something that yourself and the other podcasters encourage people to do that. Um, but they didn't, there wasn't an awful lot of content, I don't think, for UK nature lovers in terms of podcasts prior. So I think it's good that there are more out there and, and you know, more for people to kind of tune into. I, I agree. And, and there are, there's many you've got for What Is Earth pod, which is amazing. That's a really good show. You've got Call of Nature, which is a really good one. And you're you're right, there's more and more popping out. And I think the good thing about it is that there's so many elements to wildlife and nature that we're, there's going to be very little crossover in regards to topics. We can have the same guests on and talk about completely different things. And it's, you know, we all deliver things in very different ways and we need that. We, it, we're at a time where keeping that conversation is vital and the more shows, the, the better. Yeah, well, I was going to uh, talk to you about that as well because... It's quite incestuous, isn't it? If you look at the guests for, for, for all, not not that we shag our siblings, but in terms of like if we, I'm an only child, so I'm, I'm all right. We, we uh, need to clarify that, yeah. Yeah, I do not have intercourse with family members, but but to look at um, the guest list, yeah, it's all pretty pretty similar, and naturally it's going to be because you're going to have these personalities who are you know, off the top of my head, Sophie Pavel and Beavers, and and people are going to want to talk to her or or whoever, but I think yeah, it's always people are going to have different styles and different ways of doing it. So I don't think there's a problem with that. And I think it still works when you can do it like that. So I don't think that's an issue. Yeah. 
No, I, I agree. And I think people have their, what we've got to remember is that there's so many people on the planet. Do you know what I mean? And there's, there's a few, you know, there's a few, I've counted over 11. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've not counted them all, Jack, but oh, okay. it's definitely more than 11. Um, That's good. And, you know everyone's got their audience so there will be some crossovers but there's also audience members that were listening to one podcast that aren't listening to another one so it's it's about say like yeah i mean the beaver one is a probably a prime example because it's a so talked about topic this year and sophie's probably been on so many podcasts talking yeah, about she's it she's always on them she loves it she loves a podcast she loves it she loves a chat so <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah i think it's great to just keep pumping that information out there and you know people start listening to podcasts at different times yeah, definitely. I mean, what, what prompted me with this one was, was lockdown. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, I'll do one at some point, but I was never really had the time. <laughs> and I think everyone joined the, the proper lockdown, the official one, the first one, the one the that people one. Actually, um, <laughs> actually did it for. I, I was like, right, well, I've got, I'm not doing anything for three months. All my work's dried up, so I might as well sit and talk into a microphone, chat to people. And, it was, and I loved it. I, I really liked talking to people because I wasn't meeting anyone for, so it was nice to catch up with old friends and, and, and meet new people and it was yeah. kind of a nice way of coping with it really because mm. it was quite bad at the beginning so and it's it's not too much hard work for me at the moment so if it got hard work I'd probably not do it but I, I quite enjoy doing it so I'll, I'll keep doing it as long as I can because it's quite therapy it's like it's cheaper than therapy really just it's a- <laughs> is, is, the, is the kind of way I'm treating it so Jack, you just cried your guests over your podcast. yeah yeah i just sip <laughs> sip gin uh start telling them about all these dark things that have happened to me uh, i was going to say something listeners, just just to let you know jack's laid on a chalange at the moment <laughs> um so so what's your process for for picking a guest or a topic then right you're going to be disappointed with my answer here because i don't think i have any rhyme nor reason to it is literally i don't think it's fully random i think that would be unfair to say on myself but it's i think it you know now i've met loads of people i've got some really lovely contacts i've actually become friends as well and so if i need an expert on something there's obviously that i can contact them and go do you know anyone within this industry that knows about corals and they can push me to the right person but twitter is also a great tool for this with networking because you can search words, you can search different topics and see who's talking about it as well. So there's, there's that element. When it comes to planning shows, I, again, I think nature does it itself, which is, oh God, that's a cheesy line. <laughs> that is You're one hack. of those, aren't you, Ryan? Jesus. <laughs> I'm wearing a Stop Fur t-shirt. What more do you want from me, Jack? I think I, it, it does in regards to it has topics. It has topical bits that come up. So we've done our bird crime series which you know has really taken height this year in media and um in the news and on twitter and social media so that's easy i can say let's talk about that and then that's actually developed into almost like a trilogy shows where we've done three episodes on it when we did our trophy hunting show that was a double parter because it was a incredibly nuanced topic so when we do topics and episodes like that it makes it slightly easier and it gives you a bit more structure but Apart from that, it's kind of just networking and seeing. I'm very similar to yourself. I just want to create a lovely chat. I don't want to put too much pressure behind it. I want to learn and I want to get the real natural conversation. So I find the better way is to go, that person looks interesting, follow them on Twitter, see what they're about, 
yes, they are interested. Let's give them a shout and see if they want to be on the show. And I would say eight times out of 10, that's how it's done. Bar a few with me going, I would like that person. When I first started, I, I tried to pick friends or people that I knew quite well, because mm. then you organically talk. It's more of an interesting chat, I guess. If you know someone, you're more comfortable. They're more comfortable. Yeah. And I think the, the flow chat, you know, kind of, it, it flowed nicely. But then I quickly ran out of interesting friends. So I had to find, <laughs> and I had to find so other people. That was people. one episode. That was one episode. My 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 good friend, yeah. And uh, I thought, well, I better find other people who I vaguely know, or 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 I think will be interesting. So I tend to either just pick a really interesting topic and then find someone to fill that gap, or find a really interesting person and find something for them to talk about, or ideally both, yeah. an interesting person on. So, like an example, I had a guy called Steve Simpson, who's um. He works at the University of Exeter as a professor. So people probably don't know who he is, but he studies mm. the way fish talk to each other, which I find, you know, I think that's really fascinating. Like, cause, like Yeah, because fish talk. So I thought that's, and then, you know, like that's the, I think the title of the podcast would be like, you know, fish can talk or something like that. So I thought that's the sort of yeah. thing that someone's going to be like, oh, that's weird. They won't know the name, but the topic's interesting. But the topic's a selling point. Well, yeah. his knowledge is a selling point. But... Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, he, and, he, and actually yeah. he was fantastic. He was such a good guest because mm. I thought, Oh God, he's, you know, because it could be, he could just be like, well, the larynx on the lower grouper is fascinating. And you're just like, <laughs> but, uh, but no, he was, he was really good. He was absolutely fantastic. And he would, he mimicked the noises they made, but he did it in quite a funny and in, he's a lecturer. So I guess he would, he would know how to communicate, but it was, it was brilliant. Or you go down the other route and you try and get, I don't like to use the word celebrities, but personalities and, and get them on. So they kind of bring an audience with them a little bit. But obviously they've got lots of interesting yeah. things to talk about as well. So there's a couple of ways you no, can... There's no shame in saying that. I think that's... Why would you not? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like at the end of the day, our aim as podcasters is to create a successful and popular show, regardless of topic, whatever we're talking about. Yeah. So if there's someone that wants to talk about African wild dogs and they happen to have 100,000 followers, great because yeah. they've got an audience and it shows that they're good at what they do uh, yeah it exactly. shows that they're good at engaging so i think yeah i don't think there's any shame in that no no, no i think that's right have you got any pet hates in podcast oh that's a good question from from a or from a listener or from a presenter uh, both why not let's go for both from a listener i don't like them to be too long i like yeah um, i'd agree with you, you there, know definitely. I think an hour max because otherwise I'm busy. I'm a Londoner, you know, it's, it's a wanky phrase to say, but I'm, I'm running around all the time. So I, I usually fit a podcast in, in one day, if it's an hour long, like in two halves usually. So that from a listener point of view, I'd say that's my pet hate when they're like, we're going to talk about this for three hours. You're like, <laughs> no, no, that's, you've done a bad job, sir or ma'am. You need to, you need to change. <laughs> so yeah, do it in a two-parter. Why are you doing that? So yeah, that's my pet hate. My pet hate is a presenter and someone that, like yourself, hosts and runs and edits and stuff like that is, um, oh God, I'm doing it now, it's ums. Uh, yeah, bane of my life. I tell you what I'll do, I'll let you into a secret that I do. And now anyone who will hear this will not be able to unhear it. It makes it sound like I'm masturbating while I do these podcasts. I'm not. But, um, <laughs> so <laughs> just hear the fapping in the background. Now, what, so what... Um, what I do is the first 10 minutes of all my podcast interviews, I get rid of all the ums 
And then after that, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Because I sort of think that <laughs> if someone, if some, because if someone's listened to 10 minutes, they're probably going to listen to the rest of it. But if you start listening straight away and the guest is, um, well, um, and they can't help it. And I don't tell them to stop because as soon as you tell your guests to stop umming, it makes them nervous and they um more. So I don't stop them. All I do is I just edit the first 10 minutes of ums out. So anyone who's a regular listener, this is your little Easter egg. Go back and listen to the others. And the first 10 minutes will be absolutely golden. After that, it'll be um city. But you probably didn't notice. If you did notice... Which my guest is mayor of. (laughs) If you did notice, feel free to write to me and I will ignore you. (laughs) <laughs> that's a really good tip because I, I something similar to you this is weird because you've done it we've done the same thing but slightly differently so you've compacted it at the beginning and gone right I'll do the first 10 minutes after that fuck it free game um, as yeah. much as you want I do the same but spread it out so I go you know what I'll edit out edit it out every fourth okay <laughs> okay so because I, everyone ums and ahs I do it everyone yeah, does yeah. because even if you've got the questions prepared in advance you still do it I noticed some people have set phrases that they will say again and again and again. So, uh, you know what I mean? Um, okay. Or that kind of thing. Or absolutely. I say absolutely a lot on my podcast. I've noticed and tried to stop and it's, everyone's got their go-to yeah, words. Yeah, Cause it's yeah. easy. It's your autopilot brain. Yeah. So, but that's what I think that's one of my, and it's not a pet hate as someone's fault. It's a pet hate from an editorial point. Yeah, of view. no, definitely. It's not the end yeah. of the world. And I think people who listen probably don't mind it that much. I mean, I think if it gets excessive, it's a bit of a, a pain, but it's not the end of the world. There, Cause you can, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what you edit. I, I use audacity and I, I can recognize what an um looks like now. That's how bad it's <laughs> yeah. got. So I know an um's coming up and I'm on the timeline. Like, oh, that's an um. I'm like, geez, what yeah, I do in my life. I can recognise That's interesting. Um. I've done that. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, what um, are we doing with our lives? I've just done it then. I've just fucking done it then. <laughs> Jesus. You'll see, you'll see it on Audacity, don't worry. Yeah, I will. I will. The, the main thing that I, that I hate personally, it might sound like, I might sound a bit like an arsehole now, but it's when someone names the podcast after themselves. Uh, and I won't name any particular names. But like, if you're a celebrity, fair enough. Like if you're the Ricky Gervais show, He's a celebrity. That's his brand. He's a comedian. Cool. That that makes sense. But if you're just someone, uh, I don't want to say nobody because that sounds mean. But if if you're not a, a if you're not um, if you're if you're scum, if you're if scum, you're, <laughs> you go, well, yeah, all right then. If you're scum, yeah. then then why are you naming it after yourself? Because no one, David Johnson podcast. What the fuck's that about? You know, like. <laughs> I, I think maybe maybe I, I'm I'm sound like an asshole, but like I think like you've I done agree. the right thing into the into, into the wild straight away. You're like right, it's about nature. That's caught my interest. You know, I think that and UK wildlife podcast again says what it is on the tin. It's about UK wildlife. Yeah. Casual bird is about birding. I guess mine's a bit cryptic because if you don't know what a, a bearded tit is, you might think it's I don't know a burlesque show or something. But with, with a trans oh, is burlesque, it, show. is it not? well that's the end that's the last 10 minutes then i'll good because i've got i've got it already yeah i'll peel off this jumper and 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 (laughs) suede shirt and you'll see things that will haunt you but yeah i don't know maybe that maybe i'm being too too picky there but i just i'm not a fan of people who name podcasts after themselves i don't you'd absolutely hate the comedy industry (laughs) well if they're an established comedian cool you know if they've got something behind them that's the, their name is like the brand, isn't it? So I understand that, but it's, 
I don't know. It's it's a difficult one, I guess. Mate, but yeah, I probably would hate the comedy. So I've got no desire to be a, be a, a comedian at the moment. I try and inject a little bit of humour, but I wouldn't call myself a. I mean, even if you had the the kind of the motivation, I would say it, the industry doesn't currently exist with everything going on. So now's now's not the time to. That sounds like kind of, wildlife like photography. Yeah, it's everything. I mean, I've personally myself have stepped away and gone. Do you know what? I'm grand. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm busy enough with this stuff. You guys crack on, and like you said, I think having a show like mine and you having one like the bearded tits is that you can actually you can inject your humour and yourself into that, and it's that creative side comes out anyway. But I mean, you would hate the comedy industry from the point of the narcissistic side. Oh, really? Go, Here's a show about me, and yeah. you go, oh, no one knows who you are. Yeah, exactly. I've been, I've, That's I, the I, Edinburgh I, Fringe. Is it pretty much? Yeah, I'd love to go. Yeah. I would like to do that on a, on a kind of non-wildlifey note. I'd love to go see the Edinburgh Fringe uh, Festival. You might have to wait about 10 years. <laughs> I can do that. I don't know when it's happening again. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Well, it's the same for everything at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so what podcast do you listen to? Do you listen to many podcasts yourself? Oh, do you know what? No. That's a bad answer, isn't it? Let I'm not going to lie. I'm the same. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't. I, I don't have. I listen to what pla- what planet are we on with Liz Bonin? I really like that one because I'm a fan of Liz. I listen to what others do I listen to? Do you know what? Randomly, they're not even wildlife. The, the next one, I listen to one called Law, which is about folklore. All oh, right. <laughs> which okay. I just find funny and interesting. And sometimes you're like, you know, you're chilling with a cup of tea. I want to listen to a bit of a weird story about. Yeah. A guy that had a house and it was a bit weird or i lived right near highgate cemetery there was a few episodes about the old vampire that was meant to live around there and they're just yeah, a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit interesting stories and they're only half an hour long and it's, it's yeah. a nice kind of whack that on good car journey one law um i listened to my friend uh, there's a comedian called rich wilson who does a podcast called insane in the membrane and okay. it's all about uh it's about men's mental health really and it's a it's a he gets a lot of comedians and public profile people on to talk, to chat yeah. about how they're feeling. And he's out now got an umbrella uh, episode called Insane in the Fembrane. And it's talking about um, life being a woman because he knows nothing about it. So he's got all these wonderful women on talking about different aspects of uh, being a woman and what, what, what they experience in this wonderful world. So it's, that's a really good podcast. I, I recommend that. No, I, I think that makes a lot of sense because I guess it's if you listen to wildlife podcasts, it's like a busman's holiday, isn't it? You know, yes. like if you're if you're working in it, it's the last thing you want to do is listen to another one. So no, I completely get you because I'm I'm mm. the same. And you know, I, I'll, I'll click occasionally. I will listen to to, to one of yours or to, to Neil's or whoever's, but I don't mm. do it religiously. I mean, to pick and choose. Yeah. But the, the main thing is, I mean, my my full time jobs, are, you know, wildlife cameraman and photographer and. Sometimes I just want to listen to other stuff, like like you were saying, really. So I quite like the naturey podcasts. Um, not, no, no, I don't. <laughs> not not naturey podcasts. Sorry. Complete flip. Complete flip. Yeah, just for, I've one sixty there. Actually, I love no. Uh, sciency. I like sciency podcasts. So like, no such yeah. thing as a fish. Infinite monkey cage. Mm. Um, and um, and I and I'm, I quite like fishing. So there's a fly fishing podcast that I listen to as well. So I quite like to listen to things that are, I guess, similar to nature, but not exactly nature. Yeah, and I think there's an element for me as well, and I've, I've, I reckon you're going to share this with me, is that when I'm not recording and editing a podcast, I don't want to be immersed in it. I want to be going mm. for a walk. If I've got free time, if I go for a walk, I tell my listeners on my show, if you're walking, 
out in nature turn this off listen to yeah. it when you're at home go and enjoy yeah. outdoors go and enjoy a bit of you time and so i do try and grab that where possible because um with my business it is i guess i'm kind of when i say in demand that sounds arrogant i don't mean it like that but there's a lot of questions thrown my way quite yeah, day yeah. to day so it's quite nice to just go oh, let's switch off i'll go for a walk so I, I guess there's only a few I listen to, but the same as yourself. It's like, yeah, it's a busman's holiday. I agree with that. It's like, and also, like you said, our guests cross over. Yeah. So well, yeah, I've exactly. Had, I've had my chat. Well, it, it, and that's the other thing as well that I'm always very conscious that if I've got someone who I'm going to interview and I've seen they've been on another podcast, mm. it's tempting to go, oh, should I listen to that? And then you're like, well, hang on a minute. If I listen to that, am I going to unintentionally ask the same thing? Or oh, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't going to do it mm. intentionally. Be like, oh, I was going to ask all those questions, and then you start thinking. Yeah oh shit, do I need to come up with, you know, 10 new questions? So, so I just sort of, I just leave it out there. And if they, if I do ask yeah. the same questions, it's not intentional. So I try to avoid it in, in that point mm. of view. But like you say, I think all these podcasts are different enough that we tend to ask, you know, if we do have the same guests, we tend to ask people different things anyway. So I don't think oh, God, we must they're, do, yeah. they're, too, um, they're too similar in that way. So I don't think that's uh, that's a problem. Have you, have you got a dream guest? Have you got, if there's any one person you can have in the world, come on, who, who would that be? Oh, that's a really good question. I mean, David Attenborough, obviously. Yeah, everyone would say that. Because I, but even if I didn't have a podcast, I'd want to have a chat with him. So yeah. like, that's, if, if I go, I mean, that's obvious. That's like saying, so do you breathe, Brian? Yes, I breathe. I breathe oxygen, actually. I breathe <laughs> oxygen quite a lot. That's, I, I guess that's my obvious answer. But my, oh, who else would I? I'd love to chat to Liz Bonin. I'd love to chat to Liz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, I'd, I'd really enjoy that. Chris Packham would be another, another yeah, person Packers I'd love to be chat good. to. Yeah, I think I'd have a really interesting chat with Chris because, yeah. And do you know what? I'm gonna gonna say it as well. I really want to chat to Born Free. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw that out there because I I've tried, and this isn't me stirring anything. Obviously, I'm gonna say that as a disclaimer. But we've done our, I'm still waiting to do a trophy hunting part three. Yeah. And I think it's important to, I, th I think it's important to discuss um, the topic with the people that it affects and which I did with some people in Namibia. I really want to chat to Born Free and ask them some questions and not intimidating questions, nothing like that. I'm not, I don't, I don't fit on a side of pro or against. I don't think no. you can with trophy hunting. It's too complex, but I want to talk to them about why they are so against and stuff. So, yeah, I would. That would be a dream guest because I'm still bloody waiting for it to happen. <laughs> yeah, be good to get them on, wouldn't it? Mm. I've had, I've been fairly lucky with people because I've had a few people who. Are, yeah, have you got one? Oh, like you say, David Attenborough. I did actually message David Attenborough's Instagram account. I thought, in for a month, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's have a go. That's the way it works. And um, and no, just a, I think he left Instagram the next day. And I thought, have I caused this? Were you I, the reason? You yeah, the it was reason? me. I shouldn't have sent him a dick pic. <laughs> shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. I came on too strong. Then also, you might have started the pass the mic kind of campaign. So well yeah. done, Jack. Yeah, thanks. You know, as long as I'm having a positive impact. I guess it'd be great to have kind of well-known figures who aren't known for liking wildlife. Like, can you imagine Snoop Dogg? Or I don't know if he likes wildlife, but someone like that who would just be really well-known, but people would just think, do they like nature? You know, because I'm sure there must be some uh, celebrities. There must be some celebrities out there who they might not be like really keen, but maybe they just have a mm. passing interest in something and maybe you could share more with them. I mean, I know... That's a the, good idea, actually. Off the top of my head, like I know Bill Bailey's quite a keen birder. I know Vic Reeves from Vic and Bob Morton. I mean, I know he's quite keen on nature. So there must be loads of celebrities who 
at least have some, and, and that's what I'd love to delve into, but it's just trying to find out those celebrities and, and get a hold of them. And I guess until the podcast is kind of higher up the food chain, there's mm. no reason at the minute they'd be like, I'm not going on that. But if you said, Oh, I've got X amount of downloads and whatever, then they might be more inclined to, um, to come on. Cause there's someone minute, I could get on. Sorry, buddy. Go on. I heard, I was going to say there's someone because I didn't even think about that about a non-nature person. I went really my mind went down the naturey people. Yeah. There's I we meant and you mentioned him earlier, Ricky Gervais. I I see him a lot on Hampstead Heath. Dude, he walks there all the time. He lives right on it. And yeah, I, he's I keen on nature, isn't he? He likes his animals. But he is. He loves his animals and he loves he loves nature and he, he's very fascinated by science. And I think I I've spoken. I've had many a chats with him. I've loads of chats with him on Hamza Heath, but about dogs because I'm walking dogs and I yeah. don't like to overstep that mark and be like, Oh, here, I'm a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would rarely bring it up, but that is someone that I would like to chat to. Cause I think it would just be a great chat. Well, um, if you, if you hang around Hampstead Heath late at night, just maybe sit on a bench <laughs> and um, just wait yeah, for him to go yeah. by. I can't see any negative. Uh, I can't, I can't see any repercussions from that. No, I would do that if no. I was you. Um, <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, but yeah, he'd be great. He'd be fantastic, actually. My my uh, my mm. wife is a massive fan of Gervais, so he'd be a great. He's a really him. friendly person. Is like he? when you chat to him, very friendly, very, and and his wife Jane is as well. He, they're very. I'm not saying this as if I know them. This is not name dropping. No, but this is like a. I've I've had the pleasure of having like seven or eight chats with them, um, with the dogs, and they're very lovely. Yeah, very lovely people. So that would be a good one, I think. That was a good show. Yeah, you should get him, definitely. I'll take credit for that. Um, the the <laughs> other thing I would recommend is blackmail as well, in that I yes, there's, a, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of times where I've had <laughs> I've had guests message me for something else. I like I don't know, uh, I won't name any in particular because I don't want to say that I've blackmailed them, but but where they've asked me for some footage, uh, or they've said, Jack, we know we're, I'm doing this project and I could do some footage. And then I've just been like, Oh yeah, that's great if you come on my podcast. And then, yeah. and then they're like, oh, okay, well, and that, so I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have done it had I not done that. Who, so that's, who did uh, you, I want to know who you got on for that. I'll tell you when we're off here, but I'm not, I won't do oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, there's a couple, there's a couple who I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have done it had they not asked for something. Uh, uh, the listeners, I don't worry, guys, I will tweet that. <laughs> I'll tweet the names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, um, no, I won't, I won't. But yeah. I thought I, when I, you said blackmail, I thought you were like, I've got your kids. Like I thought that was that no, 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 no. That that's the next step. That that's if I yeah, really, yeah. you know, um, you know, that that's kind of what I'd look into yeah. if if I'm struggling. Then I'll go kind of down that route. Well, before we go, then I'm just going to ask one one last question, which is really, mm. if someone is thinking of of making their own wildlife podcast or podcast in general, I guess, have you got any tips for making one? Yeah, don't back off. It's <laughs> <laughs> matter, bitch. Matter. No, that's. <laughs> I would say go slow. Don't try and rush anything, especially if it's wildlife focused. Wildlife and nature is literally, <laughs> I hope, always going to be around. And as are people that are going to want to talk about it. Don't learn about it. Listen to some Scroobius Pip podcasts about creating a podcast. His book is very good about making a podcast. I recommend that. Don't shy away from getting the tech, but don't think you have to buy all the expensive stuff. There's some very good things you can do on mobile phones now for recording audio. And obviously we've got Zoom um, and Skype and all these things. I would say get a plan together and just go, why am I doing it? What do I want to deliver? How am I going to deliver it? And 
produce it as if you want to listen to it. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of looking at it. I mean, I use, for, for anyone who's interested in the techie bits, I use a Yeti Blue mic or yeti pro mic or something mm. like that so the audio is because obviously it sounds it sounds so obvious but you want the audio to be fairly crisp for for a podcast mm, yes. so i use i use that and then i edit it on audacity record it via zoom so and uh, pod, um podbean which i think you use pod do you use podbean as well is that right? i use but yeah actually yeah if i'm actually uh, let me yeah because that's good i didn't even think about giving some pointed so i use podbean i think podbean is very good it's very affordable yeah and it's, it gives you some great statistics on there and some it's so user-friendly so user-friendly if i can do it it like anyone can i'm not good with that kind of stuff and i use my zoom h5 mic to record my audio i chat to the guest on zoom like we are now yeah but we record our our own audio and they send me the files and then i sync it together uh, okay. to try and get a crisper clearance so that's but that's only in the last few months i've been doing that and i got that advice from the the people over at what uh for what it's earth pod told me gave me that bit of advice which i really liked and yeah but like i said so many things you can get plug-in mics for your phone now that are fantastic you know you can do things on phones you you could do on cameras like professional wildlife cameras probably 10 years ago yeah you can get all this now so it's um yeah that's a the pod bean is very good i find well, it's funny, isn't it? Because how things changed. And my original plan for the podcast was I wasn't really going to have guests. I was just going to rant. I was just going to angrily rant mm. about topics each week um, out in the field. I, I don't know. I'd be filming something and I'd, have, and I'd have a quick chat. But then because of, of COVID, it rapidly changed. And I thought, well, the whole point was me being outdoors and talking about the experience. I thought, well, I can't really do that now. So I need, I need guests to kind of bounce off. And, I, and I'm actually glad yeah. that's happened. I think the podcasters work way better with me just being the device for the listeners to ask the questions through. And I'm actually mm. quite glad that's happened rather than me just going like, I don't like this in wildlife photography because it pisses me off. You know, I think that's, how, I mean, I still do ranty videos. I mean, I did, I did a podcast explaining why all cats are cunts. It was my, my I kind saw of, that episode. <laughs> I saw it. That's one I, of I my best. That's one of my best ones. And I think maybe I should <laughs> pick another animal and call it a cunt, but that one did do, really well. Do it you know jack uh, you're not going to like me but i don't I, I i've got this relationship with birds that a lot of people don't like because i can't be fucked yeah, like I, yeah. I i i just i yeah it's a debate that people always take me down for because birders and i don't think you'll mind me saying this are intense no they are I, i'm not a bird. i won't say in fact this is a well i say it's a plug when this podcast comes out the podcast will have been out for months but i've done one with indy indy green who's been on yours mm, a few times yeah and the whole topic of that is talking about why birders can be dickheads, really, and that uh, or, or twitchers. I mean, again, and we talk about there's a difference. Twitchers aren't birders, and birders aren't. And there's a whole uh, no, I, 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 they're different species, apparently. So we we kind of we kind of talk about that because I forget how young Indy is as well. So I'm rattling off, and I, oh, I probably shouldn't say this in front of him because he's only a child, but he's uh, he's a lovely kid because he only lives up the road from me. He doesn't live very far away. Oh, amazing. Yeah. He's oh, only... be, I might be up your way then because I'm planning to do an on-location episode around Sherwood. All right, year. yeah. Because it's basically so Indy's garden, isn't it? Like Sherwood yeah, Forest is Yeah, based... and uh, I think we all hate him for that. Yes. Yeah. I, I try to. He's, he's such a nice kid. That's the trouble. He's but so I try nice. And... He's such but, yeah. a lovely guy. Yeah. But yeah, he lives, I don't know, like half an hour from me. So not, not a million uh, million miles away. What, what other rants do you go on? I don't want to take up too much time on the podcast, but I, I, I want to hear more what annoys uh, Jack. What that I've already recorded. I did no, just in general. What annoys you? Oh, God. Life? Everything annoys me. No, no. Um, <laughs> uh, 
So like today, I mean, I was kind of moaning about birders again, but I went, I went twitching this morning and I saw a redneck grebe, mm. but there was like a queue to look at the bird. And I just thought, fuck this. I, <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, I and um, they were all on one side of the lake and then the bird was on that side of the lake. And I thought, I'm just going to go on that side of the lake. Screw you guys. And, uh, mm. and, I, and I didn't spook the bird or anything. I didn't flush it. And I just went around and it, and it buggered off. By the time I got around to that side of the lake, it had gone anyway. But um, I like being on my own in the wild. I'm, I'm quite, uh, mm. you know, I like being, I'm, I'm okay with a friend or something, but I, it's when people talk to you. I don't like, which is what, it's a funny thing to say for someone who does a podcast, but I don't like <laughs> I was going to say, people so talking sorry to I me. spoke. Yeah, well, I, I was hoping for an hour's silence. Yeah. But, like people will, will just come up to me and I don't know, it's, I suppose it's because I do weird shit because I'm always in a river and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, taking pictures, I guess. But, it's, I'm, but I'm at work. <laughs> it's funny, people don't see it. That I'm actually, it's, like, it's like me going up to someone when they're plumbing and going, sifting some shit out the toilet, are you? You know, it's the same thing. <laughs> well, it's not quite the same thing, but you get what I'm, you know, I'm just trying to... I get, I, I get it. I'm a dog walker on Hampstead Heath during a global pandemic. Oh my God, Jack, talk, people talking to me. I get it. I get it. <laughs> we walk, so today, like, for example, me and my girlfriend were walking. We had eight dogs between us. Everything grand, lovely, all under control, walking through. Without a doubt, we knew it was going to happen. People will come up to us and go, <laughs> you're a dog walker? And we're like, yeah, no, we're just fucking mental. Of course we're a dog walker. Of course. Look at us. We've got eight dogs. We you've, live in London. You've got, to, you've got to have a bit of fun with it. Because I, I, I do the snorkelling in rivers. One of my favourite things to do is to go near a bridge where there's quite a few people and then just stay, <laughs> stay face down for as long as I can. <laughs> um, and, and I'll just sit there with the camera and I'll think, right, let's try and make them think I'm a body. And I'll just stay there for ages. And uh, the last time I did it, I had a poke on the back and it was the police because they thought I was an actual body. So oh, I'll stop oh, doing it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. they kind of said, oh, you know, we're just checking what you're doing. Because then as soon as you say, well, I'm filming fish, that, that doesn't really help the situation. They're like, oh, well, that's much better then. <laughs> wait, so, wait a minute. Sorry. So when you turn around, they went, sorry, we were just checking what you were doing. They weren't like, we were concerned. You were, they was like, if if the body had turned around and went, sorry, you are a dead body, aren't you? Sorry, to just, just... Yeah, 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 they'd have been all right with that. Yeah, no, that no, would no, have been I was, the overall... I was just like, no, no, I'm just filming fish. And they were like, oh, yep, yeah, carry on. I was like, sweet, okay. cheers, thanks for your approval. And then just carried on uh, doing that. So, I, yeah, I try, and have a, I try and have a bit of fun uh, with it if I can. How did you know? That must have been, yeah, but that's fun. That Where are you getting the enjoyment? Because you're face down. So you're not even seeing the reactions. You, you feel, it's like the force, isn't it? I like to think that I'm just a sarcastic Jedi and I can just feel the, the presence of people thinking he could be dead. And I'm just there like, yes, feel your hatred. I really hope, I really hope you've got that feeling. But in reality, there's no one around. Oh, well, I mean, I'm still happy then, aren't I? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just under the water pissing myself laughing on my own. And there'll probably just yeah, be some little yeah. old lady like, what a cunt walking by yeah look at all those bubbles come up i know he's alive <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess that's so. amazing i like that prank though yeah i, I try and have a we bit should of film that let's film it I could day. do couldn't i yeah i could have a well i mean i've done some bits in london in uh, regent's canal and we found Ooh. we found a safe we found a gun found lots of use well yeah. i say use i don't know if they were used lots of sex toys loads of sex mm. toys in the canal i mean i don't know who's who's, who's whopping uh you know the the TX100 vibrator and then just chucking it in the canal after. But because I thought, oh, that's an interesting, oh no, that's, that, don't touch that. Yeah. You know, I think uh, people with that kind of stuff, 
I don't I don't think they know what the alternative is. <laughs> what to not throw their dildo in the canal? That's not a sentence no, I thought I'd say. The... <laughs> That's a new I mean, one on let's me. face it, we didn't think it was going down this route. But no. I think sometimes people go, I don't need it or want it anymore. I've got the use of, where where do you put it? I mean, I'm not saying the answer is to litter. That's never the answer. No. But, I mean, you don't want to put that in your recycling bin, do you? No. No, not really. Yeah, I'm not. What do you not, do? I, I don't have the answers, Ryan. I don't know. We have to. We can't end this call until we figure out what to do with unwanted dildos now. Okay. I mean, you could do an art installation, maybe. Let's end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Ryan. <laughs> it's been smashing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not laughing you're learning on the bearded tits podcast <laughs> that's it well um on canal throwing dildos i think we will end it there but look it's been great to because i've not actually spoke to right this is the first time we've ever spoken so it's quite nice to yeah it's first time we've that. engaged thank you so much for having me on it's lovely no. and do you know what it's actually really nice to sit down and talk about podcasts i've never done this well that's why i just thought it's a you know it's, it's the side of things because each week it's normally a nature topic and i thought this is just how we how we do it and i suppose your listeners would be mm. interested in a way um as well about in, <laughs> in a way in a way you'd hope so oh shit ryan's on ryan's on another one nah. <laughs> look take no, care thank mate. you so much for having me on man um, yeah you too and and have a good christmas oh yeah that's around the corner because this will probably be out in february so you know if if we're still going happy if, new year happy new year uh, happy valentine's day it might be out on valentine's <laughs> day i don't know whatever tuesdays in february um Hope you've all enjoyed this. Look, look, <laughs> nice one, buddy. Take care. You too. Take care. That was genuinely the first time we'd ever spoken, and I found him so easy to get on with and have a lot of respect for what he does. So if you haven't already, do check out Into the Wild. It's a great podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on Twitter, at TitBearded, and there's now a Facebook page, The Bearded Tits Podcast. The podcast, as of recording, recently hit 10,000 downloads, which I think is good. So thanks to you guys for listening. It means a lot to me, and it makes me want to kind of carry on. Next week, I've got Megan McCubbin, who is a zoologist, conservationist, photographer, and recent addition to the Springwatch presenting team. So I can't wait to have a waffle with Megan about what it was like joining the Watchers, her wildlife photography, and zoological work, along with setting up the self-isolation bird club. This has been the Bearded Tits Podcast. I've been your host, Jack Perks, and I'll see you next time. Cheers.